In this episode of Agency Unfiltered, we have Tommy Butcher in the studio. Tommy is the Director of Operations for LintonWeb, a diamond agency partner that provides inbound marketing, website design, and integration services. Tommy joins us to talk about managing a remote workforce, as LintonWeb is a fully remote agency team. We take it back to the beginning. What motivated the decision for the agency to go fully remote, and what benefits they've seen in building a remote workforce. Tommy then talks us through how they've built processes to set their team up for success, including onboarding, client assignment, client delivery, and more. Thinking about building a remote team? You should watch this first. Let's jump in. Tommy, thanks for joining us, my friend. Welcome to Agency Unfiltered. Thank you. Yeah, so obviously today we're gonna to be talking about uh, remote workforces, right? So exactly. uh, your team obviously is a fully remote team, and, and so I think that's a pretty unique structure. Um, sounds like more teams are looking to go in that direction, yep. uh, but so I, I definitely wanna pick your brain on it. Maybe the best place to start, like what motivated the decision uh, to have a fully remote team? It was a two-part decision. Mm. Uh, first, our owner was moving. Okay. And um, we also had a very expensive building in Midtown. And we started to look around because at that point, about three fourths of our workforce was remote. Hmm. And we were looking around and we said, okay, we've got this really big expensive building, yet three fourths of our people are remote, so we're not filling it. Um, so that just hmm. came down to a financial decision at that point. So uh, if everyone's remote, I mean, what does the uh, the communication style, the collaboration style, like how do you guys just make sure that, yeah, we don't lose anything there, knowing that, you know, everyone's dispersed across the country or the, the world? Exactly, so we use a set of tools. We use Slack yeah. for general communication if you have a quick question, um, you know, just to kind of chat with the team. We also have some channels in there for random or general, just mm. so you can get that water cooler talk because one of the the biggest difficulties about working remote is allowing your team to still feel like a part of a team True. because you don't get that human interaction yeah. that you do in an office. You don't get to just go over to the water cooler and be like, hey, how was your weekend? What was going on? Yeah, right. Game um, of Thrones last week. Right, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we have set up different methods of communication so that our team can just have those sort of you know one-off chats, those, sure. those random sort of things. We use teamwork for project management. Mm -hmm. We do a standing um, hangout every single morning. Mm. So at, at a certain time in the morning, every single morning, we have the entire agency team get on a hangout and we treat it just like, a, okay, what are you doing today? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Um, are there any blockers? And, yeah. and that way the entire team can just start the morning off that way. Everybody knows what we're working on and if anybody needs any help. How does having the remote team, and I, I don't know if we have said this since the camera started rolling, but 26 yeah. teammates currently, so uh, pretty pretty expansive team, all remote. Um, yes. How does that impact your ability to like source and hire candidates? Like, How do you also go check, oh yeah, no, they would be an effective remote worker? Actually, so I think having a remote team really opens up mm. your candidates because when you're not remote and you have an office, you are limited to the um, the pool of people you have to choose from, from that immediate your, your area. city, right? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's yeah. it. When you open it up to remote, you can truly hire the best people yeah. because it doesn't matter where they're at. As long as you know they have 
an internet connection, you know, all that basic stuff that you need to be remote. Mm -hmm. So then it's just more of interviewing people. Um, we do ask, have you ever worked remote before? Sure, yeah. It's, it's not a disqualification if they haven't, mm -hmm. but it helps to know have they or have they not. And mm -hmm. if they haven't, then I'll ask more questions around, you know, do you feel you can self-manage? That's yeah. the most important part. There's this belief, and I've worked remote on and off since about 2002. Sure, okay. So yeah. I was a really early adopter of that. And a lot of bosses at that time had the belief that if they let their employees work remote, they're going to like sit down on the couch, turn on the TV. Sure, yeah, and, right. You know, okay, uh, maybe I'll do a little work and then go back to watching TV. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, it's the exact opposite. Hmm. I, f I find when people go into the office, um, especially with companies that have somewhat of a split. Yeah. So I'll talk to people that they're allowed to work from home a couple days a week right. and then they have to go in the office. Right. They get less work done in the office because people are always coming over, they're interrupting them, yep. they're talking to them. And when you're at home and you're remote, you can just focus. Right. Uh, you're just you're wired yeah. in at whatever you need to work yeah. on. You yeah. don't have to look at the clock at 4:45 and be like, "Oh my gosh, I have got to get out of here or else I'm going to be stuck in traffic yeah, for 2 right. hours." Yeah. All that goes away, and there, there are literally some days I'll look up and I'll be like, "Holy crap! It's six o'clock." Just be, you, just, you blast yeah, right through, yeah. Blast yeah. right through it, yeah. um, because I have my setup, my office downstairs. Yep. If an idea comes to me at night, walk downstairs, you just tap away. You know, so I, I'm able to work at any given time that I want to, and I have found that our entire team has become more efficient mm. by working remote, just because you have that time, you have that flexibility and you're really able just to work at your pace and hone in on what you want to do. That's great. So at 26 people, I don't know exactly how you're, you're structured for like client delivery. Uh, I know a lot of agencies kind of have like that pod mentality, but like mm -hmm. what does like a, a, what does client delivery look like in kind of like a remote model like yours? We've got two sides to our business. We have the integration side and we have the agency side. Yeah. I run the agency side, so I'm going to more speak to that. Yeah, um, makes sense. So when we get a project come in, I'm going to assign a project manager to it. I'm going to assign a designer to it, a developer. The same as if I was in the office. Sure. Yep. And that team is going to communicate through teamwork, through Slack, yep. through Hangouts, through however they need to communicate. So it really works no different than just having a team in the office. Makes sense. How do you, um, just like the remote aspect of, of your model, um, fit into client proposals, your sales process, like conversations with prospects? Uh, how does that factor in? Do you find it helps or, or is it not worth talking about? I normally don't bring it up unless they specifically ask, where are you located? There are a couple use cases where mm -hmm. a client's like, I want somebody to be able to walk in my office sure. if needed. Even when we had an office, we still didn't really do that. I mean, yeah, we're, right. the, the days of, of going and having meetings on site, it's just so inefficient sure, that yeah. all of your meetings are done through either Zoom or, yeah. or, or you know, some sort of tool like that. So it really doesn't affect it. And when I explain to them mm. that aspect, and then if they have concerns, I then go into the fact that because we're virtual and remote, mm. I can hire the best people. Yeah. And right. that kind of helps smooth that, that through, you know? Unless so it kind of comes out as a position of like, oh yeah, no, we have like the top notch team simply because yeah. like geographical location uh, it's no, it's not a restriction at all. It's right. just best candidate regardless of location. Exactly. Yeah. Now you bring up an interesting point because I agree, right? If you're working from home, if an idea strikes at night, you're already there. You can just go um, get to it, right? Um, but I, I wonder, does it ever come up? Like, do you have a hard time having remote workers 
um, like feel comfortable unplugging, right? Like how does like time <laughs> off PTO, like how does that factor in and how do you just make sure that there is a balance yeah. um, and you're not like, you know, you don't feel obligated to just kind of always be on. Exactly. So we have an open PTO policy. Cool. Okay. Um, so we don't have a set number of you've only got 10 days or, sure, or yeah. whatnot. We did away with that uh, a couple years ago as well. Um, really what I preach to my team is a work-life balance. Mm. And I do find some members are much more dedicated to their project, somewhat in maybe a personal detrimental way because mm -hmm. they have a hard time unplugging. Yeah. And I do have to remind them, look, you you got to unplug. You know, yeah. there there is a time you got to take time. You get, you got to take your evenings. You got to take your weekends. I know it's tempting. Yeah. And, and that is the one thing about working remote is it's so easy that it is tempting to just sometimes. Well, I'm not doing anything else. Right. I'm. I'll just get some work done. Yeah, right. And then you wind up. It's Sunday. Half, I'm just yeah. going to sit at the desk, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And half your day's gone. Right. So it really is. So just it's it's a cultural thing that we've built up mm -hmm. to to have a work life balance and make sure people feel comfortable, and they know they're not obligated because they work from home. Look, you have to always be available. Sure. That's we treat it the same as if it was an office environment. Look, these are our normal work hours. When we start new employees, we give them an entire onboarding document. It talks about. This is when you start, this is how you start, you know, you're going to sign into Slack, you're going to sign into all your tools, mm -hmm. and this is your start time and this is your end time. Gotcha. This is our office hours. Yeah, gotcha. I was going to, so that, that's actually a pretty good segue, like what does onboarding look like to get somebody up to speed with your processes, your policies, procedures, uh, and that kind of like this remote environment? Right. So that is a little bit of a challenge with a remote company because, you know, when you go into an office, you can normally shadow somebody and walk yeah. them around, you know, here's our fridge, here, here's this yeah, area. Here's where we get coffee. Right. And, yeah, you know, right. and all that. So we've put together a pretty thorough onboarding document. This is how we communicate. You know, you use Slack for communication. If that's not enough, you know, jump on a call, jump on a Zoom call. These are all the people. So we list out all of our employees mm -hmm. that they're going to be working with on a, a, a normal day-to-day like -day basis. basis. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and we just go through all the processes. And then I'm there to kind of do that shadowing. Mm. You know, so I'll get on a call with them and... You know, how are things going? Do you have any questions? The same way that I would in, in an office. I yeah. would just check up on them. You know, because if they started in the office, I'm not going to ho hover over their cubicle sure, right. all day long yeah. either. But you're you still going to check in. Right. I'm so going to still kind of have that. Yeah. yeah. And no. so I, I have those same sort of check-ins. And, and most people, they take to it. I, I can't even think of a case where somebody didn't catch on very quickly. Yeah. So it sounds like from your perspective, having a remote team, it hasn't like lengthen the onboarding timeline or anything like that it feels no. pretty equitable no yeah. yeah exactly cool you still gotta you, you still gotta learn if you're a developer you still gotta learn where all the you know the dev tools are what the framework yeah. you know all of that sort of stuff is you still gotta get your system set up and um you know we'll send them a computer before they their start date so they've got everything there that they need the fresh in tech, order yeah. to in order to start day That's one great. Now you mentioned that there's a pretty robust like onboarding docu like documentation. Mm -hmm. um, where do you house all of that? Google Drive. Google Drive, yeah. Yep. So that's kind of the repository for all. Yeah, we use Google for all of our internal stuff. That's it's great. It's very easy. Once they have an account with us, anybody can access it. That's great. Now what would you say, if anything, has been the, the greatest challenge in scaling a remote team? So I think the greatest challenge is those times where you, you have a difficult project or a difficult client mm. and sometimes you might need an answer really quick and you go to ping somebody and maybe their heads down in code yeah and 
you know, so either they have their notifications turned off or something like that, and you can't just like walk over and tap them on the shoulder sure, and yeah. be like, "Hey, gotta have this like this second. Mm. That would probably be the hardest part. Kind of like the urgency slash like escalation type. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But you can still, you know, normally you can still get a hold of it. I mean, we have so many ways. It's, even in an office, though, somebody could have stepped out for a break. Sure. Yeah, you right. know, yeah. And it's like, oh, they're not at their cubicle. Where are they? And right. I remember they're in a meeting, days, a closed door meeting or something. Right. right? Like, I, yeah. I've had those situations even when I worked in an office where you're you're running around the office. Yeah. Where is this person at? <laughs> so so if, it's a challenge, but it's it's not uh, too unlike uh, like what a standard like you know office environment. Yeah. I mean, it could exist there as well. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, I would say a, a lot of people think working remotely is is so vastly different than an office environment, but I really find it's not that different when it comes to the way everybody works. Hmm. You can just work more efficiently. Right, yeah, at the, the long and short of it. Yeah. yeah, just the team's gonna be more efficient in what yeah. they do, yeah. Um, final question for you. Okay. So access to all of my guests. Uh, you'll have an interesting perspective um, I would say, usually I ask, what's the weirdest part of agency life? Because <laughs> everyone has a weird story. Uh, but maybe in, from your perspective, what's, what's been the weirdest part uh, of a remote agency? You know, I guess the only thing that I could think of that sometimes gets a little weird mm. is you're on your, you're on your call, you're on your meeting with anybody, and the UPS guy comes to the door. Sure, yeah. Rings the doorbell and the dog starts barking or yeah. something. You're like, oh, hold on, you know. Yeah. But 10 years ago, that would have been maybe more of a, a rub with yeah. the clients. Most, I mean, even most clients I work with, a lot of them are either working remotely or yep. they have those days where they're allowed to work remote. So most everybody gets it now. Okay, you're working from home today. Everyone's and, just empathetic to yeah. just like the, the life moments that happen when you're remote. Right, and sometimes I'll just say, I'm working from home today. Yeah. Because they don't need to know I'm remote all the time. It, it, it doesn't affect their project. Right. And right. so, you know, just working remote today. It reminds me of that viral video. It was like a politician, but then like his uh, little toddler walked yeah, into the yeah, office, yeah, like yeah. that type of stuff, right? I, I have had that. I've, I've been on my camera and then all of a sudden, um, like my, one of my kids was homesick from school that day. Yeah. And in the background, <laughs> walking to the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Work from home. Yeah. yeah. Working from home. Awesome. Well, Tom, thanks so much for, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and so that's another uh, episode of Agency Unfiltered. If you like what you watched, make sure to subscribe to our Agency Unfiltered newsletter, which will remind you when the next episode drops, as well as send you a ton of other helpful, strategically curated agency content. You could also subscribe to our channel on YouTube or podcast on SoundCloud. And if you want to keep the conversation going, tweet me at Kevin underscore Dunn. Remember, keep it unfiltered, stay weird. I'm Kevin Dunn, and I'll see you next time.